Attention, patriots. Broadcasting from the free zones, Radio Free Redoubt begins in 5, 4, 3, 2... Good evening, God-fearing, liberty-loving, Christian, nationalist, ultra-mega-patriots. Welcome to Radio Free Redoubt, the weekly podcast. This is episode 24-03. Welcome, one and all. And welcome to those Black Echo Broadcasting Station listeners. If you are listening on the FM dial tonight live Sunday evening, then uh, you have your Black Echo radio station operator to thank for making that available. Uh, That is a, the Black Echo rebroadcasting project is a a part of Radio Free Redoubt and Amron, actually, to uh, be able to have their own FM low-power radio stations to keep their neighborhoods and communities informed in case of an emergency, and they practice and train with that equipment regularly, uh, even when there's not an emergency. So they'll play music, break in with news, uh, play podcasts, and stream Radio Free Redoubt live. So a special thanks to our Black Echo Radio broadcasters that are keeping that project going All right. Well, we've got a lot of things to cover. There's, as you all know, the world's coming undone at the seams. And uh, there's a lot to track. In fact, so much that uh, it's really helpful that we have a weekday morning commute show uh, on each weekday morning with uh, my wife, Lady Liberty. And uh, she'll be joining us here in segment three. Tonight, I am going to be talking about what everybody's talking about, civil war. Is is there going to be a civil war? Is this a civil war? Well, a civil war implies that there's two sides that are fighting against each other. What we have right now is a conquest. There is no uh, resisting uh, other than words, banners, strong language occasionally. But uh, no, this is not a civil war. And I've often said, look, we are already we are already at war. Well, we are in a cultural war against all of our values. Everything that we cherish is under attack. In that sense, we're already at war. But there's no equal and opposite force pushing back against this. Our borders are completely wide open, and that right there is the invasion. This is a conquest, a twofold red-green access. We have communists, Chinese, and we have Islamists. And then, of course, then there's the political side component to that. And that's the Democrats' short-sightedness of trying to change the demographics of our country so that they can have permanent power, Democrat voters. And that's what they're thinking, Mr. Guatemala Ecuadorian migrant worker will get you to vote for us because we're going to get you into the land of the big PX um, just just for showing up. And you're going to vote Democrat for the rest of your life as a result of that. Well, the, the I, now this part, I don't know if this is 
just the unintended consequences, like unless they want to destroy America so they can completely bring it down, um, which, you know, some of these insane, eccentric uh, communist dictator types are prone to do. I mean, they will burn everything down just so that they can rule over the ashes. And uh, that's how that's how absolute lunatic these people are. But anyway, I'm going to address that. Uh, th- there could be a civil war coming, and it could be engineered along with multiple other things that are going on. Remember, we said 2024 is going to be the year when everything breaks wide open and anything is possible because there is no end that these people will go to to prevent the biggest threat that they can conceive of, Donald Trump taking the presidency, uh, even if that means killing him or destroying the country or creating such a chaotic environment that we can't have elections uh, because it's so chaotic. Uh, If they can't kill him, then they're going to create absolute pandemonium and change the entire order of everything. Just like they did with COVID. COVID was like a little glimpse, a foreshadowing where you see governors make passing edicts that they don't have the constitutional authority to pass, but because it's an emergency, uh, we're going to allow, you know, mail-in voting and, uh, these voter polls are only going to be open certain times. And they started changing all the rules because of an emergency. Well, they were barely able to pull it off. I don't know if they're that confident they could pull this one off. They have to go to the next level. And that means something even more extreme than just unconstitutionally changing voter rules at the governor level. Uh, I don't think COVID's going to quite cut it. They're going to need something big. If if he survives until November, they're going to need something big like a war or a major catastrophic grid down event. And I think I know exactly what they're pointing to, and I'm going to get to that in the next segment. But first, let's get to the news and commentary. The news and commentary brought to you by Prepping 2.0 to help take your preps to the next level and that's prepping2-0.com. That's the website. Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher over there. All right, first one. I picked this one up off of Police Frequency, and they originally got it from Laura Aboli channel. Breaking. House Republicans have introduced legislation to defund the World Economic Forum. The Defund Davos Act would specifically block any federal agency from providing funding to the World Economic Forum. The U.S. has spent tens of millions of dollars on the WEF over the years, something that the GOP lawmakers say needs to end. No, it does need to end. That, right along with the Red Cross and the United Nations, that funding for all of those non-government organizations that are helping to facilitate our invasion need to go. And... Also, the the UN is involved, the UNWRA, there in uh, Gaza, have been helping hold hostages taken by Hamas. They are Hamas. And 
so much of their funding comes from the United States. They actually had UNRWA, UNWRA workers, United Nations workers. They, they, they work in Gaza to help the poor, impoverished Palestinians. They teach them in class. They teach them to hate Jews and everybody else that's not uh, Palestinian, specifically to wipe out Israel off the face of the map. It's genocide is what they teach. And these UN workers were actually housing these uh, prisoners, these hostages, and moving them around to avoid detection and indoctrinating them and teaching them Arabic while they were holding them in captivity. Seriously. Well, numerous countries have decided no more, no more uh, funding of the UNWRA. The United States, the United Kingdom, Germany, France. I've got a whole list. I'm going to try to pull these up. Canada, the Netherlands, Britain, Italy, Australia, Finland, Scotland. Uh, the, the list, I mean, it's a huge list now. And just in 24 hours, uh, they have lost millions of dollars of support while all these countries are suspending their support for the UN RWA. So there's some good news there, but they're saying we're temporarily suspending support. Now they need to permanently suspend support. They need to put out arrest warrants for every member of the UN WRA, in my opinion. But anyway, some other news, law enforcement today, reporting several Illinois sheriffs have joined in their refusal to enforce or support a blatantly unconstitutional gun ban in Illinois. One sheriff, Sheriff Campbell, said he notified his city police chiefs in his county that the county jail will not accept inmates arrested for a charge related to the new law alone. So, I mean, if they're just arresting them for that law alone, they won't even take him in their jail. Now, if you catch a guy DUI and, uh, and he's got a high-capacity magazine and you, you try to write him up for both of those charges, they'll take him on the account of the, the DUI. But if you try to charge somebody and arrest somebody for a violation of this unconstitutional gun law, these sheriffs are saying, we won't even take him into our jails. So that's excellent. Trump was right. Trump warned Democrats would begin removing statues of the founding fathers. Well, the fact checkers said he was lying. Meanwhile, Democrats removed the statue of Thomas Jefferson just this last week. Thomas Jefferson's statue stood in the New York City Hall for 187 years. And I watched the heart-wrenching video of them uh, strapped strapped this uh, statue and wheeling it out of the New York City Hall. These people are, well, they're living up to their 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 new nomaker, the new name, New Europe. It's not New York. It's not New England. It's New Europe. Sad. A signal to Hezbollah. Well, from Amir Sarfati. Significant U.S. arms deals with Israel. Things are heating up, and it looks like they're about ready to shift 
to take on uh, the enemy in the north, Hezbollah, Lebanon, and Syria, and the Golan Heights? Well, in the coming days, the U.S. will dispatch to Israel an additional F-35 squadron, 25 F-15 AI fighter jets. Now, I don't know what that is, AI fighter jets? Uh I don't know if that means artificial intelligence. Uh, I'm not aware that they've got F-15s with AI, unless this is some nomenclature for some other designation, but that's what was reported. And a minimum of 12 Apache helicopters and thousands of rifles, including machine guns. And then also Arab reports are reporting that Thousands of infantry soldiers from the Golani Brigade, that's Israel, who left Gaza have arrived at the northern border. They are not letting up off the gas pedal and, and good on them. In addition, in recent days, hundreds of tanks have moved north. So it looks like uh, they are about ready to take that campaign to the northern border and uh, leave the the troops that are still in Gaza for, you know, their mop up and clean up. But man, they've been just wreaking havoc on the terrorist organization Hamas. They'll be fixing their sights on uh, Hezbollah and the the, uh, Hamas uh, in the north and the northeast. So, very interesting. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. Segment two coming up, we're going to handle this. So look right at this square in the eyes. The situation in Texas, we're headed for a civil war. Governor Abbott's throwing down the gauntlet. It's on, or is it? Well, stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. This is the final battle. With you at my side, we will demolish the deep state. We will expel the warmongers from our government. We will drive out the globalists. We will cast out the communists, Marxists, and fascists. We will throw off the sick political class that hates our country. We will rout the fake news media, and we will liberate America from these villains once and for all. Are you prepared to defend yourself in the dark? A weapon light helps you identify and even deter threats in low light. But it can be difficult to find a secure and comfortable holster. At Works, we design and build holsters for Glock and Six Hour pistols with lights. Our precision fit holsters will help you carry with confidence so you're ready to defend yourself day and night. Go to worksholsters.com. Find your gun and light in our holster finder, select your preferred carry style, and order your holster today. Never give in, never give in, never, never, never. In nothing, great or small, large or petty, never give in except to convictions of honor and good sense. Never yield to force, never yield to the apparently overwhelming might of the enemy. Never, ever, ever give up. Don't give in, don't back down, and never stop doing what you know is right. Nothing worth doing ever 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 came easy and the more righteous your fight the more opposition that you will face
Welcome back, Patriots, to segment two of Radio Free Redoubt. This is uh, episode 24-03. Hopefully uh, your 2024 is off to a good start. Although uh, we're all pulling our hair out watching this world completely go insane. Well, it's not just you. It's not It's not you. It's them. And uh, you are, you're right in what you see. So... Uh, don't don't let them dissuade you. Don't let the fact checkers confuse you. Now, last week I played an audio from this guy who said, you're not smart enough to know who I am. Soon you will know who I am. Well, this Arabic guy down on the border with this independent journalist going around asking people, you know, who are you? Where are you from? And well, this arrogant just, and that's how they are too. They're getting more and more uh, uh, aggressive well, that's how this guy was. Well, as it turns out, we found out who you, he is. Uh, you're not smart enough to know who I am. Well, I guess he underestimated uh, Americans' uh, ability to uh, go to work on the Internet and uh, start doing some, some searching. Well, apparently this guy is uh, a Kazakhstani Muslim, Movsum Samadov. Released in January 2023 after 12 years in prison for being a terrorist. And he's also the Kazakh National Islam Organization leader. Thanks, Brandon. Well, uh, that's what's going on on the border. And we've covered more. We've talked about the Chinese special forces uh, who have been seen making their way up uh, through the Darien Gap in Panama toward the United States. And uh, we're in a lot of trouble, and there's reasons why we're in trouble. Uh, and probably maybe Brandon is just being used as a tool to facilitate what we already got coming. I, I don't know. But this week, we saw this big blow-up now over uh, Governor Abbott in Texas laying it down, throwing down the gauntlet. Well, this starts off because of what's going on at Eagle Pass, where the bulk of these you know, large groups of migrants have been coming through. And the Texas National Guard has been putting down razor wire to prevent them from crossing Well, the, and mobilize the National Guard. The Biden regime is demanding that Texas remove the razor wire because their job is to defend the border, protect the border, and they can't do their job. Because this razor wire is interfering with the Biden regime to be able to do their job of, you know, maintaining the border. Well, they're not doing their job of uh, protecting the border at all. So this week we saw, and this is from the Washington Examiner, but we've all seen it. Defiant Abbott tells Biden that uh, Texas has the right to self-defense after a Supreme Court border ruling saying you have to remove your concertina wire. And I don't know where their heads are, the Supreme Court, or what drugs they're smoking to say that uh, a state doesn't have the right to defend its borders. Well, the argument was really whether or not that they could put something up that could cause the federal government interference to interfere with their ability to, you know, uh, work on the border. So anyway, and the Washington Examiner reflects on Governor Abbott's writing, and this it reads like the Declaration of Independence. It lays out the articulates the grievances and uh, the law, and 
everything that the federal government is doing wrong. And he says, the failure of the Biden administration, they don't administrate anything. They're just, this is just a regime. But to fulfill the duties imposed by Article 4, Section 4, has triggered Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves to the states the right of self-defense. Abbott continued, for these reasons, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, to invoke Texas's constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. Pretty strong language, right? I mean, it sounds great. The third-term governor said that because he believed the federal government had not fulfilled its duty to protect the state at the international border and the state chose to act on its own, Texas has legal authority to sidestep existing law that would mandate it follow federal policies. Well, that's exactly correct. Quote, that authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary, Abbott said, or he wrote. The Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and other Texas personnel are acting on that authority as well as state law to secure the Texas border. Now, that sounds great. Of course, in response from the Liberty Daily, Biden freezes gas at exports to Texas. Biden's decision to freeze LNG, that's liquid natural gas exports, threatens Texas and America. This reckless decision is a punch in the gut to the hardworking men and women in the energy industry, Texas Governor Abbott responded. You, you know what this is? Biden freezing gas exports to Texas, that's a war move. That's what they're trying to do to Russia in response to Ukraine. This is somebody that you are at war with. Unbelievable that they have the gall to freeze liquid natural gas exports to Texas. Unbelievable. They're treating them like Russia. Now, it's pretty cool to see over half of the states have pledged support. State police, National Guard, we've seen the videos of them rolling in convoys of state police and National Guard going to Texas to help secure the border. What they're doing, though, is they're headed to Eagle Pass. But my question is, and this all sounds great, but my question is, why now, after two years this is the question we've been asking all week. Why now? Because remember when Carrie Lake was running for governor two and a half years ago, she was saying the day, the moment she becomes governor, she's immediately going to invoke Article 1, Section 10, declare an invasion, declare war, and she's going to mobilize the National Guard and secure the southern border and treat it like they are being invaded. Governor Abbott in Texas said, me too. Well, we saw the election get stolen from Kerry Lake in Arizona. But ever since then, he has not done what he said he was going to do. Two and a half years ago, he should have declared an invasion, declared war, and mobilized his entire, every resource to protect and defend the southern border. But he hasn't. He's put some National Guard down there. Oh, they put the buoys down the river. Uh, in some places, 
but only after over two years. He has the resources to secure that border to mobilize the National Guard over two and a half years ago. Only now he's really drawn the hard line in the sand. And here's the other thing too. Article 1, Section 10, uh, Article 1, Section 10 says that he can bring forth the militia. No mention of militia, just National Guard. Because see, in these people's modern day minds, militias are only the National Guard. While citizens are being completely overran, they call 911 and it's an hour and plus before somebody from Border Patrol shows up. This is after their homes have been ransacked or overran or they're threatened with their lives. These people are on their own. They need to mobilize the militias. They need to expand the Texas Rangers and start start deputizing citizens as Texas Rangers like they did in the Old West when people were being, when there was lawlessness. Right now there's lawlessness there. Or wagon trains are being ransacked by Indians and they're raping and killing. And they their response was the Texas Rangers. We're, we're in the same dangerous situation now. Bring out the Texas Rangers. Like quadruple, quintuple, triple the, the numbers of Texas Rangers. There are citizens out there. There are, there are militias that will respond to the call. But they're not. And all of this is being focused on Eagle Pass. The Epic Times just did an amazing piece. And it's worse than anyone thinks. They, they interviewed uh, the sheriff. They've interviewed citizens. They've talked to ranchers, multiple citizens talking about the dangers their communities face and the encounters that they have on a regular basis. It, it is out of control. So we see all of this effort being pushed toward Eagle Pass. And Eagle Pass is where, you know, the National Guards blocked off this this uh, park where the illegals are coming through in mass numbers, federal blocking the federal government from access. So there is somewhat of a, a showdown there. I mean, a showdown down there. But here's something interesting that I've started seeing lately over the past several days. Citizens, patriots. Proud Texans who live in that area are shedding some light on what's really going on down there. The, one of the most recent ones that I just saw, this guy's talking about how Eagle Pass is the center of all this and the National Guard is there. And he says, take a ride with me. He takes his cell phone and he starts videoing and he's driving down the road along the border fence, Trump's border wall. Two miles down the road, the The gate is wide open, nobody around, not a single National Guardsman standing there on guard duty, nobody around. This border wall gate, both gates wide open. Another two, two and a half miles down the road, there's another one with a single chain with a gap between the gates that probably two people could walk side by side through, have to duck underneath the chain. Go down another two and a half miles. There is no gate 
at all in that opening. And he said, there's never been a gate at this spot, ever. You go down a couple more miles, there's another gate, open. So they're making a big deal, like we're defending the border, we're mobilizing the National Guard, and we're here stopping. Now, granted, Eagle Pass is, is that's where the bulk of these large numbers of hundreds coming through at a time are, are focusing on. But the terrorists, the gotaways, the the rapists, the, the criminals, the ones that don't want to walk up to a Border Patrol agent and read the script and say, I want to declare amnesty. They're the ones that want to have no interaction with the law enforcement. There are plenty of places down the line, every couple miles, a gate, either not existent, just an opening, or a gate with the gates open. I mean, these are gates wide enough to drive a truck through. It's not like a little person gate. It's a huge, like, double-gated steel. You could literally drive a deuce and a half through these gates. So it's all a sham about every, we're, what we're going to do. We're going to secure our border on our own. You won't let us. And, oh, you must. Oh, we're going to take it to court. No, we're securing the border because we have the right well, why aren't you putting guard, couple of infantry soldiers on guard duty at every one of those gates down for the next 10 miles? Nope. Why don't, nothing, nobody out there. And these people, these citizens are recording this. There is nothing there. There's nobody there. Just an open, wide open gate to Mexico that you could drive a truck through. So, uh, watching the uh, what is it the uh, attorney general of Texas being interviewed he's like there's only two people that can that can stop this Governor Abbott and President Biden they're the only two and if if uh, I don't think that Abbott's going to cave but Biden really is the one to secure the border. Well, we know he's not going to. And really, Abbott isn't either. This is all show. Prove me wrong. I mean, because I want I was I was the first one to say, yeah, government Abbott, he's fi- finally doing the right thing. He's finally stepping up. And then you start learning the truth about the situation down there. And we're all being scammed. The entire Frickin' nation is being scammed. And probably all these governors that think they're donating all of the support and troopers and National Guard to help them out, maybe as they start arriving, they'll start uh, assigning uh, guards, put on guard duty at these, these other openings. Why are they open? Why are they wide open? Why is there not concertina wire at each of these locations if they can't put a guard i don't know but this is what i do know jihad watch just posted this isis has called on muslims to carry out jihad massacres of jews christians or their allies on the streets of america as well as europe and the world 
expect the overwhelming majority of peaceful Muslims to rise up and stop these hijackers of the religion of peace any day now. Wink, wink. Pro-ISIS protesters, uh, correction, pro-ISIS posters incite attacks on New York City. Go get them, oh, monotheist, close quote. The following report is now a complimentary offering from Memories Jihad, that's M-E-M-R-I, Memre, Memre, Jihad and Terrorism Threat Monitor. On January 11th, 2024, pro-Islamic state ISIS media outlet released two posters inciting attacks in New York City. The posters came as part of a global attack campaign called And Kill Them Wherever You Find Them announced on January 4th by the ISIS spokesman. In an audio message uploaded online, he declared support for the Muslims of Gaza and urged ISIS operatives and supporters to launch attacks globally, including lone wolf attacks in the West. And they said, identify the target, trust in Allah, and execute. In other words, execute the mission, carry it out. Titled, And Kill Them Wherever You Find Them, The first poster depicts an armed man, three bullets, and a sketch of a building. A stamp on the poster reads, New York, New York, June 16th, 7 p.m., 1937. Adjacent to the stamp, an entry ticket that reads, Around the World. Text on the poster also encourages potential attackers to identify the target, trust in Allah, and execute the attack. The second poster depicts the New York City skyline in flames and an armed man brandishing a weapon alongside text inciting an attack, which reads, Go get them, oh, monotheist. Now, listen to this. Uh, The poster features an excerpt from the spokesman's January 4th audio address, which calls on ISIS operatives and supporters to avenge Muslims by carrying out attacks on Jews, Christians, or their allies on the streets and roads of America, Europe, and the world. This is what the text reads. Lions of Islam, chase your prey, whether Jew, Christians, or their allies, on the streets and roads of America, Europe, and the world. Break into their homes, kill them, and steal their peace of mind by any means you can lay hands on. Understand that you are the arm of the Islamic State, hitting in the unbelievers' homelands, and are avenging the Muslims in Palestine, Iraq, Syria, and other Muslim countries. Solidify your plans and diversify the attacks. Detonate explosives. Burn them with grenades and fiery agents. Shoot them with bullets. Cut their throats with sharp knives. And run them over with vehicles. A sincere person will not lack the means to draw blood from the hearts of the Jews, the Christians, and their allies, and thus ease the suffering in the hearts of the believers. That was just, that's just last week. They're calling for this. While our borders are wide open, while we have Muslim terrorists, convicted Muslim terrorists, on our southern border saying, soon you will know who I am. Now, show me the conspiracy theory here. But you know what? 
there is a Christian component here, and that's knowing that we live, we we serve a just God, and we know our nation it has committed atrocious sins. And we know that how God historically in the Bible has handled his people when they rebel against him. After a long suffering and long patience and prompting to return to him, after a while he says, you know what? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn you over to your enemies. They're going to flow across your borders. They're going to eat of your vine. They're going to eat of your fields. They're going to live in your homes. They are going to own you for a while. And that's what kind of scares me, really, about where we're at. You know, Frederick Bastiat wrote The Law, the book The Law, in the late 1700s. Amazing guy. And if you guys don't have The Law, you should get it. Every patriot should have that on their bookshelf. Frederick Bastiat, but he wrote this, quote, When misguided public opinion honors what is despicable and despises what is honorable, punishes virtue and rewards vice, encourages what is harmful and discourages what is useful, applauds falsehood and smothers truth under indifference or insult, a nation turns its back on progress and can be restored only by the terrible lessons of catastrophe. Ladies and gentlemen, that's where we are right now. And I want to leave you with this before we take a break. There are two recent movies here. One is yet to still be released. All of this talk about Civil War. There are two movies. Remember the left, the World Economic Forum, and the globalists always project. They point to where they're going. They warned us of COVID two years before COVID. There's going to be a global pandemic. It is going to cripple us. We need to prepare now. Well, the next two things that they're talking about, well, the big thing besides climate change, of course, which they're going to get climate change. They just don't understand. They need to read Revelation to get the full understanding of what climate change is coming. And nothing they're going to do will stop it. No amount of electric vehicles We'll stop it. But there are two movies. One just came out, and this was, this should raise red flags. Why? This uh, former president, uh, 44th president who shall not be named, and his wife, Michael, were the executive producers of this film under their Higher Ground Productions. They were the executive producers of this movie called Leave the World Behind. Now, this came out on Netflix, which, of course, no patriot, no real patriot supports or watches anything on Netflix. I'm not going to watch this. I don't need to. It's called Leave the World Behind. It's an uh, apocalyptic psychological thriller, and it's based on a novel about a cyber attack. And it's got Julia Roberts in it and Ethan Hawke and Kevin Bacon and a couple others. As they attempt to make sense of the sequential rapid breakdown in phones, television, and other regularly used technology, which points to a potential cataclysm. 
Now, remember, the World Economic Forum had just warned us within the next two years, we will face a catastrophic global cyber attack. They call it a cyber pandemic. Cyber polygon is their sandbox uh, simulation uh, workshop scenario that they use to help prepare the world for this coming cyber pandemic, which will require similar lessons learned from COVID, like lockdowns. In other words, cyber lockdowns. In other words, um, uh, uh, quarantine, quarantining all of our electronics. That means no more phone, no more internet, no more computers. They're going to come out with a whole new... Uh, uh, like a COVID shot, but only electronic version. Yeah, they're planning the, the the Great Reset. But here's another movie that's still to come out. What are we talking about right now? Civil War, right? Texas, showdown with federal government. Over half the states now are standing with Texas. Oh, is there going to be a civil war? Oh, is there going to be a civil war? Everybody start wringing your hands. And Patriots are like, yeah, count me in. Hold on a minute. Is Hollywood setting the narrative for us or what? There's a movie coming out in April called Civil War. Here's the premise. This is from their Wikipedia page. In the near future, a team of journalists travel across the United States during a rapidly escalating civil war that has engulfed the entire nation struggling to survive during a time when the government has become a dystopian dictatorship and partisan extremist militias regularly commit political violence. That's coming out in April. They're projecting. They're pointing. They're creating. They're absolutely writing the script and the entire nation is following it. Well, Patriots... Be ready to look out for uh, yourselves. Uh, start training. Arm yourselves. Prepare yourselves. And um, stay close to the Lord. I'll tell you that. Because everything right now is uh, as volatile as it can get. And they're, they're I mean, all, I'm all for fighting for America. But this is also part of a what looks like a script they are writing in the entire nation is following it so i'll leave you with that i don't know think about it what uh that might mean for you but get ready to take care of you and yourself home and hearth kith and kin your local team group security there's no leadership right now on the horizon there's no leadership right now so uh, take care of things locally. Watch for leadership. I believe that the Lord can raise anybody up. And if President Trump can survive to the election and take this country, then I think you'll, you'll see real leadership emerge, not just because of him, but under the, the, they will surface across the country. And I think that we will have uh, a real fighting chance of bringing America back. But we're in trouble right now. So, Patriots, keep your rifles by your sides. Stay right there. We'll be back with segment three right after this. You serve us faithful, us singing. 
At the end of the day, either the communists win, destroy America, or we destroy the communists, because that's what they are. Are you prepared for an economic, socio-political collapse in America? Do you wonder how something like that could be possible? What would that even look like? I recommend Glenn Tate's 10-book series titled 299 Days. From a lawyer and government insider's perspective, he lays out a plausible scenario that could very well come about if we continue on the path we're on as a country. Through his fictional character, he lays out his own real-life journey to prepare himself and his family for the possibility of a future full of difficult challenges and what seem like impossible choices. 299 Days is a high-action dystopian novel written from the perspective of the average Joe American and outlines realistic plans and action steps that you could implement to prepare yourself and those around you for the difficult possibilities ahead. Go to 299days.com to learn more. All right, Patriots, welcome back. This is segment three and the final segment for this episode, 24-03. And I've got Lady Liberty uh, situated here in the studio, in the seat there. Uh, Good evening, Lady Liberty. Well, good evening to you and good evening everyone out there. Always glad to be here. (laughs) Yes. Well, we've got... We've got this time right now to share the information that we can with people to make sure that they have the truth and they have the uh, the right path to follow, that they're not being lied to. They're not being deceived right. and, and pulled other ways that, that they shouldn't be. And so this is a huge opportunity. It really is. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm all for supporting the southern border. And we've been talking about this for years. I know that, you know, the National Guard and the Border Patrol, a lot of the boots on the ground Border Patrol really want to do their job and they feel their hands are tied. They're very frustrated uh, it's a very frustrating and overwhelming feeling that they have that they report, and uh, the National Guard f- feels the same way. And uh, we've got three percenters down there providing meals and and uh, care packages to the troops. That's right. And uh, several coming from Washington State. Matter of fact, I didn't give uh, I-, I didn't get enough uh, time to put together the information that we have we've got one of the uh, national uh three percenter uh head directors of this region who has shared some information with us gofundme information we'll try to get more on that i got to go back and pull that up but they're doing some really great things down there real patriots that's and, right. Well, and and not only that, that you know, you had mentioned earlier that Texas is only focusing on the Eagle Pass area. Yeah. Well, and and that's interesting because here we've got uh we've got a Green Beret who is in charge of of organizing this whole huge 
trucker convoy yes. that is headed down there right now. And yeah, special uh, forces doctor. Yes. And and he yeah. also realizes that there there are other vulnerable areas and that's where they're staging up. Right. Uh, not at Eagle Eagle Pass, but in another place where they're having a lot of illegals come through. Right. And they're going down there basically to show their support. Of course the uh Legacy media, they're doing their part to try to demonize them, make it out to be like another January 6th uprising, well, you people know, taking the law into their own hands you know, but and seriously, all that garbage. Who, who cares what those people think Exactly. Anymore? Who cares? That's, that's like, that's like you know, looking up the phone number for the local insane asylum, calling it every day and asking them what they think about stuff before you do any reporting so right. that you can make sure that that you get the insane asylum's input. I was just going to say, who cares what a communist calls you names? Exactly. If he call, who cares? That is the dumbest thing on the planet. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that's why I've always called that the sixth grade tactic. You know, right. it's, it's a sixth grade playground tactic where... You know, you, you get mad at one of your little friends, and so what do you do? You call them names. names. Heaven forbid somebody call you names. Oh, dear. Well, what about right. the real world where there's real wars and where they actually kill people? You you're know? fat, and, and you're yeah. dumb. <laughs> and you're dumb. And you're an extremist. <laughs> and, and, and not. And we don't like you. You know, I mean, seriously, that is, that's all we're facing with well, that. And in fact, in fact, the communists, even Sololinsky, came up with this glorious term for name calling, which is critical theory. Yes. It's like, you know, that's that's like you and I were talking about earlier, you know, that they will they will call a mom a domestic engineer. Right. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Talk about talk about just childish garbage that people well, now are, they call moms a birthing person. Oh, they better not. Not in front of me, I'll tell you what. <laughs> they're insane. They're whacked. Yeah, yes, that's exactly. Let's call the insane asylum in our local area and see what their input is on that so that we can make sure that we quote them. No, we're not going to do that that's, anymore. That's we what we do when the media pipes know. up and opens their pie holes. Right. We don't know. We don't want to know and we don't care what the insane people think about politics. Here's the thing. Turn off your television, people. Exactly. Turn off your TV. Right. All right. Uh, yeah, because yeah, because anymore it's a just a dead giveaway as to what you're wasting your time on if you're right. if you're echoing any of what they're saying on any of yep. those fake propaganda stations. Don't talk to them and don't listen to them. That's right. All right. Well, Lady Liberty, what do you got for us? Uh, what's on the docket <laughs> well, for segment three? Well, for the real information for this evening, that well, I can start with the related information about the border standoff. And like we're talking about the Green Beret that's down there organizing this convoy, multiple convoys to come down yes. there. And not just truckers, but every American that feels inclined to try to protect this nation and actually try to reclaim our border because i think it's a pivotal moment this is a this is like when the tide turns and suddenly because we've seen this across history over and over right where like say in in the case of mussolini you know look at him out there just proud as could be while the go- while the getting was good for fascists right right he is just hammering and hammering and just proud and swinging his fist and shouting at the top of his lungs well then the tide 
turn. Yeah, then his wife, he and his wife are hanging on by the end of ropes. They, they, they got drug through the streets. Their dead bodies were drug through the streets and hung in the public yep. square. And so this is what typically happens. I mean, it's a violent is, end to it, tyrants. It, it is. Glo- yeah. It is because this is, um, that is, it's a cycle that happens every time communism or fascism, any kind of major tyranny happens in any nation. Right. People will put up with it for so long until they go, this is really, really horrible. Yeah. And so collectively, all of a sudden, it's like somebody turns the, the mass flip switch and then the people turn on them and they, it's, it's, it's a terrible end for those people leading this, the, these horrible, horrifying right. communist and fascist efforts. And so I feel we're kind of at that tipping point right now where, where Americans have been like, hey, we've been long suffering. We've been very, very right. patient with all of this nonsensical insanity. And, yeah. and now we've had enough because enough people have reached critical mass where they're going, this is illegal as all get out. Enough none is of, enough. None of these yep. people are following the law. They are, they are criminal as criminal gets to the point of treason. Right. And, and that is the ultimate crime to commit in this country because that carries the death penalty. Right. Yes, and it does. so so we're seeing that happen. And so to think that they are now going to push this this little standoff where they think that they might have the upper hand, I warn them that that is not a good thing to do at this point because people are sick of it and now people are going to jump on board and they well, rightfully should because this is our nation. Yeah. And so so these convoys that are going to come down there and they should because yep. it's ours and it belongs to us. We need to help take it back any way we can. And right. they are. So it's it's like I'm saying, it's not just the truckers. It's anybody that feels like they're Americans, true Americans. Well, you know, in the last segment, I was actually pretty hard on uh, Governor Abbott. And I do, I believe he's a coward. Uh, I will say that uh, I believe that he wants to talk tough, but he won't. But he doesn't follow through with action. However, there's the concept of the the third dancer, right? The third right. person yes. to go onto the dance floor, <laughs> right. right? So the first person goes out on the dance floor, and then everybody just stands back and watches them. And then the second person goes out, and uh, everybody's like, "Okay, there's two people on the the third person yes. on the dance floor." <laughs> right. right. Pulls pretty soon. Next thing you know, the everybody just like they flood onto the dance floor. Exactly. He's, yep. So he's like waiting for the third. He's waiting. He's waiting for North Dakota to show up. Right. He's and, waiting and, and for so, for all the rest of these twenty six other Republican yes. states to chip in their their uh, national guard. Which I, I, I'm excited. For. I am too, so and I think he that. wants to talk a big game. But he's waiting for the third dancer to get onto the dance floor, and then he'll then he's all in. Yeah, and and so I, I think that then he'll come around. So you're right. This could be a very pivotal. This could be the tipping point we've all been waiting for. That's right. That's yeah. right. Because three years is long enough, especially where we when we see where this is going after this. Right. You know, I mean, where where the most heinous of all crimes across the whole world has been committed on a large scale. In the tri- child trafficking alone, yeah. that is something that typically breaks every war. Right. Every war in history, it's it's the it's the villain, the villain that is willing to hit the most vulnerable element of a of, of a society's uh, 
membership and that's the babies the children right and this is exactly where we've been hit just in this oh my gosh so wickedly yes and it doesn't get any closer to the gutter than that and for us to have that happening for three solid horrific years yep oh my gosh that that seriously that has stopped wars across history since the beginning right that that's when people throw in the towel they go okay well we're yeah if you're willing to go that far that's just it we we give up you know we'll surrender right however we're not surrendering we're going to stop those criminals and that's 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 the flip switch that we're talking about yep and so that wasn't even what we were going to talk about but but i think that well, covers i think that covers it good enough because really the um the other topic is our number 2 uh, critical issue. Well, it's actually this is this is critical issue number one. This is voting, right? This is this oh, is right. the voting element, the the election the voter fraud, fraud that yep. is. You know, you've got you've got two very very critical issues for this nation. Number one is the election fraud. Number two is the wide open border. And so, having already hit the border, let's just switch gears over here to this latest report. Uh, this is on the Gateway Pundit. This It says here, part two, the full scope of, of Dominion voting machine hack in federal court is far worse than just the Bic Pen hack. Oh, yeah. And in fact, the audit logs can be edited. And so, so just to be clear here, there was the case here, uh, which is Curling versus, versus Raffensperger and... Uh, they have they have the ultimate election hack professional come in here from the University of Michigan, Professor Dr. J. Alex Halderman, hmm. right? And he's describing what can happen with just a big ballpoint pen if you go into any of these voting areas, right? Where all you have to do is simply insert a ballpoint pen into the power button on the back of the machine and hold it down for five seconds. That will reboot the machine into safe mode and allow super user access, granting the attacker oh. almost unlimited abilities to manipulate data on the machine. Oh, and boy. so so anybody that thinks that electronic voting machines are no big problem, <laughs> well, Halderman has quite a bit to say to you. Yeah. Because the second part of this is that uh, he was able to use a smart card purchased for just $10 online and a $20 USB smart card reader from Amazon to program voter cards that could be used over and over again oh boy. countywide. He also made a poll worker card and, most importantly, a technician card that would also grant super user access. And so Unbelievable. What's, what's interesting here is that he says, so as he's demonstrating to this judge and jury, he says, so now I'm back in the technician menu. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to the file manager and open the ICX's audit log file. This is one of the log files that the machine creates, and I'm going to open it with the on-screen text editor. What I have just done with a technician card is I have loaded this technician card with the automated commands that I want to run in a way that they appear in the audit log. But I'm going to open the audit log and edit it 
with the on-screen text editor. I'm actually going to highlight a portion that came from my card and hit the cut button to move it to the machine's clipboard. And I'm going to save the audit log just to show you that I can delete portions of the audit log with the on-screen text editor. So they can make their presence disappear. Right. And wow. so so this is part two where he's showing he's showing the the ballpoint pen capability. That's just the beginning. It, right. It's, it, that just opens it up wide open so you can manipulate everything you want. And, Unbelievable. And this is just, you know, for, for maybe $30 total between buying a, a smart card online and then a USB smart card reader from Amazon to program these voter cards. And, and so, so for 30 bucks, basically anybody with kind of half of a brain and a little bit of technical skill can go in there and manipulate these electronic voting machines. Or anybody machines. was pointed in that direction by somebody, let's say, from... Uh, from the Democrat Party? The machine company? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, any, well, oh my gosh. Well, look at anybody that is 24 years and younger. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my, they can, they can whip right... I'm sorry, they make older people look like clods. <laughs> That's some pretty spooky stuff. Well, thanks for sharing. And that's from the uh, Gateway Pundit? Yep, that is the Gateway Pundit. All right. Okay, well, good. Well, we'll go ahead and uh, wind things down here tonight, folks. But uh, we wish you a blessed week. And join us every uh, weekday morning at 7 a.m. for the morning commute. And uh, we cover as much of this stuff as we can in a 30-minute show every day. Until then, uh, you be blessed and be safe. And uh, join us. Uh, praise the Lord. Pass the ammunition. <laughs> and uh, join us next Sunday evening. Lady Liberty, you want to say good evening to uh, the listeners? Yes, that's right, everyone. You all have a wonderful, blessed evening. And thank you for joining us tonight. All right, guys. This is the Voice of the American Redoubt. Good night.